you know what the problem with New Year's resolutions is? What? They go in one year and out the other. <laughs> Joe, this year, my resolutions are going to be in 1080p. <laughs> uh, anytime I meet somebody with a September birthday, I think, oh, man, your parents started off the New Year's with a bang. hey Happy New Year! Happy! Happy New Year! Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to much? <laughs> uh, welcome to Carter for Personnel. I'm Jack. I'm Joe. And this is our end of the year. No one else is doing a year in rap summary recap. No. Uh, Just us. All the news that you need to know for 2018, you get here and only here. Uh, so, first of all, Joseph, Christmas good? Great. <laughs> you did that. The, um, you know, I'm an environmentalist, but yet my family kept the coal industry <laughs> working this year. <laughs> no, they didn't. You lie. No. Uh, you lie like a rug. It was a, uh, it was a very, very good Christmas around the old, like, you know, Bailey household. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have to live in such a drafty old barn? I'm surprised we don't get all pneumonia. And I did. I, I, I told, told the missus and, and our friends staying with us early in the day on Christmas Eve. As nicely as I could, I don't care what's going on, but at like 8 o'clock, I would like it to be completely quiet so I can watch It's a Wonderful Life. Everybody can sit here and watch it with me, and that'd be great, or our kids can go upstairs, your kids can go downstairs, but either way, I would like to, that's the one thing I ask, if I can sit here peacefully and watch this. So we turned it on about eleven thirty, <laughs> and I did. I watched it, you know, pretty much by myself. You know, that's that's probably preferable. Yes, and the missus was like wrapping presents, and she watched the end. I was kind of watching it with you because I text you like we were texting each other crying points. You know, so like first crying point is uh, George Bailey. Is this the ear you can't hear out of? I'll love you till the day I die. That's crying point one. Crying point two. Don't hit my sore ear. That's that's crying point two. Crying point three. I want to say. Now you listen to me. I don't want any ground floors, and I don't want any plastics, and I don't want to get married to anyone ever. I want to do what I want to do. And you're, and you're. Now that's crying point three. That's when he's you know falling in love with Mary. Uh, what's crying? I mean crying point. 17, I think, is the end of the movie. Wait, wait, remember when you used to be able to whack other people's kids just <laughs> anytime you wanted for... And he really did hit his ear. That was real. Like that, that He hit his ear so hard that he made his ear bleed. And he had to apologize and hug him after the take. That like the actor actually and the actor didn't like break or well, yes he did he started crying for real <laughs> yeah but I remember you know what the director said. <laughs> Didn't yell cut. Right, right, you know, right, right. this is gold. You know, this uh, keep rolling, keep rolling, keep yes, rolling. Yeah, right. This looks great on film. I, I told you, like when we did the Superman episode, the guy who played Perry White was a child actor who won an Academy Award when he was like eight in the movie. And there was a scene that he needed him to cry. And his uncle honestly, you know, took his dog off the set and told him. You know, he's doing a shitty job. He's going out back to shoot his dog. <laughs> and the kid started crying. You know. Right. Uh, 
Didn't yeah? Well, didn't, didn't, didn't shoot his dog. No, that's good. But no later, animals were harmed. Only it, children. Maybe, maybe. You know. But yeah, years later, the guy was like sixty. Wrote his like memoirs. Like yeah, I never forget my uncle for that. You wow. know, it's like it scarred, scarred him, <laughs> scarred for life. But uh, but no, I did not know that story that he made the kid actually bleed and. But, yeah, no, it was a complete accident. Met- method actors. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, did they have meth back then? <laughs> so. Yeah, but but it was right. So I was sort of watching it with Joe. Um, it, it was it was it was a very enjoyable Christmas Eve and Christmas. Like I told Joe, I got everything I never wanted. <laughs> <laughs> the Flintstones mug. That was it. When when Joe came, and a, a late edition. Just today, a few days after Christmas, um, Biff, who always just the best, most thoughtful gifts, got a pair of Ray Bork socks. Yeah, it's pretty nice. And, uh, you know. It's funny, they were talking on Sports Radio today, and there was an old Patriot filling in because all the regular guys are out, just sidebar real quickly, and one kid's like, young kid, and, and this is where the weekend filling guys get to do the primetime drive shows during the week, all the regular guys are on, and he was like, he's like 28 or 29, and he's like, yeah, I remember when I was seven or eight, before the shit really started to happen here in Boston, the biggest thing that he remembers is when there was a small parade in and like something down at like downtown Boston when Ray Bork brought the cup back from Colorado. From Colorado. <laughs> we, we were so desperate to glam on to anything <laughs> at all that we celebrated a former player winning with another team on the other side of the country. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy though. Like, you know. Oh, no. It, it, look, it I mean, wasn't like Roger Clemens winning it with the Yankees. You know, Ray Bork, and I can't see, we won't go completely down the rabbit hole. The, the back the back story is Ray Bork signed a contract. His contract was coming up with Boston, and he wanted to stay here Boston for life. He took the quote-unquote hometown discount and took less money to stick around. And over the next couple of years, the Bruins completely, the, the, the ownership, I just remember the ownership, uh, at the time, I think there was 24 teams in the league. It was before the last two waves of expansion. Mm. And the Bruins were the second most lucrative team in the NHL behind the Montreal Canadiens. 22nd, 23rd in payroll. <laughs> like, right. And everybody knew. It's like, you know. So they Ray, don't get lucrative by writing a lot of checks. Ray wasn't going to win a cup here. Like, they were in a forever rebuilding stage. And he only had a couple years left. I've never seen a player leave the city with with people being more like, you know, go get him. You know, and, and sure. I mean, Adam Vinatieri got booed mercilessly when he came back with the Indianapolis Colts after he left. People forgot they franchised him three years in a row. Like the reason he left is you can't do it a fourth year. And so – you know, they want to give him a long-term contract because they thought he's near the end of his career. Eh, he's still kicking pretty damn good, like 12 years He's literally later. still kicking. But, but you know, even, even Adam, Adam, Mr. Won Us Three Super Bowls got booed <laughs> when he came back because he's like, yeah, I want to go get paid now. You know, right. um, they franchised him three years ago. Ray Bork was, was a hero. I mean, they had a legitimate parade and, and a big ceremony for him. Like there was a big billboard. On the Boston Garden, wishing him luck during the playoffs that year. So, so anyway, yeah. but, but it's times have changed. They have changed, and they are changing. So, how do you want to approach this podcast? There's, you know, looking forward. 
uh, to the new year. There's looking back a week, or we can look back to yeah. the entire year. L- l- let's do the normal show rundown, but we'll, we've taken out a lot of the bullshit awfulness. Yeah. Just do that quick, and then we'll do our year and recap. All right. I think we'll start off, you know, we'll start at the beginning, which is a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you see Mary Poppins? I did not. No, I did we have not. not. No, no, no. My, my boyfriend had things to do. <laughs> By the way, that was a quote from Sound of Music, and I'm fucked up. Well, sorry, I, I, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> your thing said, yeah, I thought you said you was okay, Spider. Go on. <laughs> but I did see, well, Happy New Year. Oh, New Year's plans. It is New Year's. This just drops, what, the day before New Year's, New Year's? I think that's called New Year's Eve in America. New Year's Eve. Is that what we call it here? In the States. And, and, and last year we talked about um, our love for the Three Stooges Marathon. Yeah. Anything diverts this year? Is no. The same thing? No. I mean, I actually, we might maybe... Do a precursor, a little tailgating, and play the VHS behind you Three Stooges VCR game, which is actually kind of fun. We played it once before, and it's not that bad. Is Shemp, is it Shemp? No. Or is it, oh, it's Curly. I, I, I'm sorry. Is it Curly Joe? Like, <laughs> I'll accept Curly. <laughs> I think it's just OG Curly. All right. But yeah, we'll watch the New Year's Eve marathon as programmed by my thirty-eight. Or what do they call? It? No, just TV thirty-eight now. I'm 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 stuck in the recent past. It will always be WSBK in my heart. Yes, and it still is, isn't it? Yeah, is it still? Those are still the call letters. WSBK TV thirty-eight. Who's the announcer? How's the movie loft yeah. going? <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Uh, Dana. Uh, what was his name? Oh, I see the guy. Oh, glasses. God. No, it, no, no glasses. Uh, Dana. Oh, he has like he kind of looked like Robert Urich a little bit. He had like just like the flat hair to the side. God damn it, I can't remember his name. But he was the announcer and go on. So this week I saw it in its entirety. You saw parts of it. But um Splash Fest 2018. Uh was Gallagher back in town? Is that <laughs> same thing? Aquaman. Oh. How was it? It was um it was okay. You know, the, the guy who loves DC, and I think this will be the highest grossing DC movie ever, probably, when all said and done. It's mm. already up to like $600 million. Bigger than, uh, well, Wonder Woman was pretty big. It, it will be bigger than Wonder Woman. Uh, you know, always taking the thunder away from a woman. <laughs> you know, yeah, but on this, on this, on this case, it's the women taking the thunder away from the women. Right, true. Yeah. So I saw it with, with the missus, who's been counting the moments to go and see this. Uh, I mean, her her only complaint with the movie is there was maybe two or three scenes uh, that his shirt was on. <laughs> like, and, and you had some some, uh, some 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 people in your life, penisless people, who also feel the same way. We were at a family event, and one of our family members. Where somehow got his hands on a may or may not have got his hands on on some sort of a fuzzy but pretty good quality bootleg of said movie, but you know at least it had uh, Korean subtitles, I believe. (laughs) I think like or or Vietnamese. I couldn't tell. They're all listening. Yeah, I am so racist. No, I'm not. Don't take that out of context. But um, but yeah. So I mean, it is. It's it's. The geeks like me, like you, who always go and see the these you know tights and cape movies, but the women are going gaga over this. Right. It, it, it's like if if Leonardo, gaga. Leonardo DiCaprio was wearing a, a, a cape and, and, and a superhero outfit on Titanic. That's basically what you're getting. Yeah, he was. Um, 
He was a fit guy. I know. Um, you know the the woman, the, the, his his partner there, a little easy on the eyes. Yeah. No, it was fun. Um, um, I liked it. I liked it. Did not love it. Uh, it's a fun romp. Well, it's also honestly there was there was a half a dozen shots where you're like. It looked like you were on a set. Mm. You know, I mean, you know, he kicks a big rock out of the way. You it, can see the diving board in the swimming you pool. Could see, <laughs> you could see, it's like, it, the, the, you know, that's styrofoam. Like, it, yeah. it's clearly, you know, but mm. it was fu- it was fun. You know, I, I didn't go in there expecting. That's not what hyperspace looks like. At least they were using practical effects, all right? Let's True. put a positive spin on this. So, but it was. It was fun. It was w- good. Were you upset that he wasn't as blonde as the original Aquaman in the comics? Oh yeah, you know. It's, well, I'm like one of. The, I'm. I'm. I'm still not over the fact that like, uh, um, uh, Nick Fury is played by a black guy. Right. You know, it's like what? Yeah, this guy's Polynesian, man. <laughs> you know, uh, I will say he he was great. He is he. Hopefully, he like, we don't learn something about his. Maybe checkered past. Who knows? Maybe he has a. Hopefully, he's squeaky clean and everything's fine. And and he's he's the first perfect human ever to be ever. an entertainer in, in entertainment. But yeah, he's uh, it, it it was fun. It was fun. It was great. You know, it it did. It it had a nice little nod at one point to the OG orange and green Aquaman from our super friend, you know, days of yesteryear. Mm-hmm. But it, it was it was fun. I liked it. I, I you know, I'm not giving anything away, but it, it introduced like his main two villains in one, you know, in, in one movie, which is, you know, kind of, you know, setting the setting the tone for the uh, the, the sequels and uh, the follow-ups, right? And 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 there's definitely going to be some more. So, hopefully, you know, so Wonder Woman did right. Aquaman's doing really great. Now you think this is going to crack the bill? It, it it's on pace, like it's open. It's it's one of the last two weekends, mm. and look at what, what's been out there the last two weekends. It's going up against everything. Of course, the meme that's going across uh, the internet this week is the Chiron on entertainment news reports about the box office weekend, and the choice of wording they used to describe how the box office did. Aquaman tops Mary Poppins <laughs> in her dreams. <laughs> but no, it it was great. Um so yeah, so he um so he's Mr. Good Guy. Who's Mr. Bad Guy that's making the rounds this week? Uh Frank, what was what's his last name? Frank Underwood. Frank Underwood made a made an appearance this week. That's right. He had to protect his Legacy or dignity or something or other. And that was, and he was. What was he? Was he making a turkey or something? I. He was wearing some sort of an apron. And who was the? Who was filming him? Like who? Right. Who yeah. did he pay? And it was like high quality. Who's film. on the other side of that camera? Who's not saying, Kevin? This is a really bad idea, man. I don't. I don't. What? What, what are we doing here? So Kevin Spacey put out a weird video, I guess, response, probably in anticipation. It had to have been right. I don't. It didn't look impromptu, but he is that kind of an actor where he could have just written something down, like within the hour of the announcement that he was being charged with assault on uh, an eighteen-year-old you know, boy, um, and being brought up on charges. But he put out a video on Twitter like that day, kind of just saying, as Frank Underwood, sort of pleading his case. Vaguely, I didn't even watch the video. I saw clips of it, and I kind of got the gist of it from people talking about it. But 
Yeah. And actually one person like hauntingly said like this is the kind of stuff people post before they, you know, off themselves. I when I saw it on the news feed, I'm like, uh, you know, um Kevin Spacey channels Frank Underwood in a, in a clip. I'm thinking this must have come out when the allegations first happened, like what was that, two years ago now, a year and a half ago? Mm-hmm. Thinking, oh, this was him fighting to keep his job because he's like in the character talking about, well, you're just not going to take allegations at face value and blah, blah, blah. And you're going to let my entire history and work. And I'm like, and then as it's playing, um, you know, I had it on the computer and I'm like scrolling through the phone and I was like, oh, wait, this is this is now. This is in real time. This is happening. And I'm like, whoa, we haven't heard from he's late very low. He hasn't been on social media in a year, and this was his first. This was his comeback, you know. Um, I mean, Louis C.K. started off small, like chuckles on Route One, getting his foot <laughs> back in the door on an open mic Wednesday. But Kevin Spacey just well, you know. It, to be fair, the schools were on winter break, so he couldn't do the local tour. You see, with the I, I and 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 with the, but uh, yeah, fucked up. What? Doesn't look fucked up. On New Year's, before we get into the Three Stooges Marathon, I saw uh, there's a documentary I was watching, kind of the making of and the director talking about uh, a documentary on Gilda Ratner that's going to air on CNN. Is it Love, Gilda? Yeah. So that was the one that came out uh, in theaters last last fall, right? And it, yeah, but so I don't know. Of all places to pick it up, CNN. Yeah, well, I guess well CNN does the sort of the they have those '80s and '90s and '70s retrospective series, so maybe this kind of falls into it. And like every other news organization, once the news stops at about you know eight o'clock, they have to go into the entertainment world. And you know, Anderson Cooper can only say so much about Donald Trump before they can you know have to cut him off. Speaking of Anderson Cooper, management was showing me a clip where I guess it was it was two clips recently where he was telling a news story about a French actor who, you know, peed on an airplane, like wouldn't let them use the bathroom, so peed on the floor. And it was a two minute editorial on it with like 30 different you know, uh, puns and stuff like, <laughs> and like you know, it's going to stain his reputation. Uh, like you go through the whole, and he couldn't stop laughing through the thing. Wow. And then there was an issue. Goes, she goes, oh, it's great when he breaks down. And then she was, you know, showing me other uh, other clips where he had um, Kellyanne Conway on. It's a split screen mm-hmm. with her. And he's just literally laughing in her face. And she's like, well, you can laugh. I think it's like the first time she, she used the term like, you know, alternative facts like oh, you know right 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 um and and we'll <laughs> we'll have to look this up because uh, i can't remember uh and management is like do you know who his mother is you yeah know? it's a uh, um oh uh vanderbilt like dude he's he's a he's a rich boy there's the rothschilds there's the rockefellers yeah there's the Vanderbilt. Like you gotta, those you pro- gotta silence your no phone. no there's probably the silence it's probably the three bit richest families mm-hmm in the country. Yeah. Oh, that's that's why it came up because when the director was talking about um the director of Gilda. The Gilda, Gilda. I guess, you know, they had made a joke on Saturday Night Live about like his mother at what like um what was her what was her character Roseanne Roseanne, Roseanne Dana. made uh, made a, a joke Vanderbilt. about her mother oh. who came out with her own line of pants. 
like back in the 70s and uh, the joke was something along the line of like, you know, um, you've taken the great family name and now, you know, you know, put it on the ass of everybody. Like, you, you'll okay. see another thing. But anyway. It's, it's funny in the original Gilda. But yeah, yeah. I did not know that he, uh, st- I mean, for him to be that much of a liberal snowflake coming from phenomenal wealth beyond all imagination. You don't see the Walmart hairs kind of out there championing the little guy. Well, uh, you know, he, he brought up differently, I suppose. Um, and also, when you're that, um, what's the word, gay, it's kind of hard to not... You know, to kind of be on the uh, on the Republican side of things. You would think that, but there's a lot of rich Republicans out there. You know, who oh, that's a pretty big closet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so moving yeah, on. Walk-in closets. That's how so, they are. I mean, we covered a little bit last week, but um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is the baddest ass badass that ever asked. Probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I think she could kick the shit out of both of us because it came out this week. It's like, you know, a big vote that came down last week that. Three days after surgery, she's taking part in. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's and now she's wor- she's uh, at home recuperating from uh, her surgery, where the cancer surgery. Yeah, it's just like uh, she takes a licking and keeps on kicking the fucking shit out of it. <laughs> and All the, right. The, by, by the way, have you seen the clips for the new Ruth Bader Ginsburg biopic that's coming? It came out? out a little while ago, I think, but now it's is it. I guess it's coming out more in like uh, in it's in select cities now, and then it's going to be a broader release. It's on the subject of sex, is what it's called, or something like that. Interesting. It's an odd like title, but it's you know it's about her. Yes, being I have a sex woman. With yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know the, the woman playing her is a young Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You know. Wait, wait, wait. She was young at one point. I think she was born since she was 16. She and Betty White just sort of came yeah, out. exactly. Um, okay. We'll touch on the awful for just a minute. We are a more than a weekend to the hashtag Trump shutdown. Um, we talked about this last week a little bit, how he at the press conference with Pelosi and Schumer is like, I'd be tr- I- I'll be proud to take it. You can put it on me. Don't worry, Chuck. I'm not going to blame you for this one. The last one was on your fault. But this one I'll take, and I'm proud to shut down the country for border security. And now he's losing his shit trying because the polls have come out. It's like 47% blame him, 33% blame the Democrats. And he's trying really hard to blame them for the shutdown. That that he does. And um, I'd, uh, I uh, would not have bet against him not blaming the Democrats. But that's one of the great things. Is he could not have been more out in front. Anyways... Uh-huh. So, so the shutdown makes him look really bad. It also the news around Christmas made him look even worse that he's the first president since two thousand and two not to visit the troops on Christmas. He's never gone to a war zone. You know, the only president not to go to war zone yet. Also, I've been to Harlem. Also, <laughs> also he uh, he you know it came out this week and uh, you know who knows how like legitimate it is, but the daughter. The podiatrist who gave him the bone spurs deferment said, my father did that, you know, as a favor to Donald's father and that we've always talked about in our family. So that so he was having a bat week. So he jumped on a plane, went over to Iraq, was there for an hour. Uh, You know, the big takeaway is even when you do the right thing, he goes out of his way to fuck it up, you know, tells the military he just gave him a 10% raise and he's the first president to give him a raise. He haven't had a raise in three years. It's like, 
no, no one's getting a raise, Donald. <laughs> like you flew over there to look them in the face and lie to them, and then he basically had one of his campaign rallies. It's like, and, and of course, you know, I don't want people to get fatigued because people keep bringing up stuff like, you know, it's technically against the Constitution for you to use these as campaign rallies for yourself. You're not supposed to politicize this, but yet it's exactly what he went over. And he can't not. Uh-huh. And you know what? The law is only as good as 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 it's enforced, I think. You know, like if nobody's going to bring him up on anything or charge him with anything, right. eh, what's, you know, what's what's what is legal? And, 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 maybe and, you know, maybe maybe Rudy Giuliani has a point. It's I don't we're not going to have no. down. But uh, let's climb I got a ladder for the rabbit hole that we get. But the Michael Cohen thing, it's interesting. So Michael Cohen, you know, he got sentenced. He got a real sentence. You know, he could have been longer, but he got what three and a half years or thirty six months. Thirty, yeah, three yeah, years. Three and a half years. Um, and he, but and the Mueller people were trying to get him a lighter sentence because of his outstanding cooperation. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it's come out this week that the biggest thing in the Steele dossier not confirmed yet. Now, keep in mind, not everything has been confirmed in that Steele dossier from three years ago. Nothing has been disproven. Like, that's the thing. It's like, has the PP tape surfaced yet of him and the Russian workers? No. no but not, it, it hasn't proven that it doesn't exist. That's the extreme. But Michael Cohen was alleged to have been in Prague meeting with Russians about the election in 2016, which he still claims it isn't. But it surfaced this week. I think it was The Guardian in London, you know went through the phone records and his phone pinged near Prague, Czechoslovakia, uh, in 2016. And Cohen was asked about it, and he's been on social media denying it, that he's never been there. I trust him. So, well... That lying son of a bitch. Well, that's the thing. It's like, okay, if, if you cop to everything, why would he still be lying about this? So mm-hmm. it's interesting, but we'll see what develops. Yep. So, uh, well, nothing else happened in the news, so let's... Let's move on. Yes, please. 2018, Joe. Good year. I'm turning this podcast around. Good year for you. 2018. I don't know. Uh, I think you talked we- about going to the rickety stool and rope store, but you <laughs> never did. So we'll put that in the win column. Well, you know, they uh, they they sold out of their inventory, and then now it's like a Halloween store. You know, it's just like... You haven't done any Frank Underwood videos. No, I haven't done any Frank Underwood videos, but I don't have that kind of a budget, <laughs> um, nor talent. Um I'll uh, let you, you know, catch up here. 2018, it's like every other year since Trump has been elected president. You know, people on social media, fuck you, 2016, fuck you, 2017, 2018, can bite my asshole. And then 2019 is going to be just as shitty. 2020 is going to, you know, drink cum. And then <laughs> it's just going to go We're on. It's really and dark here. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. Is like, now, some people are saying, <laughs> you know, like that like, right. that gay guy got fired from the sperm bank for drinking on the job. <laughs> I drinking on the job. <laughs> the dickens out of people. Oh. <laughs> the dickens. Nobody gets me. Um, so 2018 was, I don't know, I think it was good in some respects. I mean, what happened in the midterms as far as the Democratic blue wave as tepid as it was it was still a blue wave it was a blue wave in the house for sure 
and the amount of women elected to uh, office in that year, um, and this year has been phenomenal. Uh, twenty eighteen. What else? What else has happened? I don't even remember twenty eighteen. I'm like a goldfish. I just swim forward and I forget what happened the last five minutes. Good thing. Good thing I wrote a couple things down. Thank God for let, you. Let, let, let's let's stick to some uh, some good carnival personnel stuff. We had a number of guests this year. Each and every time, I think it was spectacular. Go down the list. Uh, we had our good friend Biff, who did a Carnival Personnel podcast and a sideshow, which, you know, he explained all things Japanese to us. Yep, I remember that. I thanked him for Sony. <laughs> I believe. And we talked uh, a lot about underwear vending machines, <laughs> uh, his favorite J-pop metal bands. It, it was a great time. It was. Thank you, Biff, for coming by and... Not taking anything. <laughs> we, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, Price is Right. I think Price is Right being here this year was a huge highlight. Right. He was he was a, a delightful person. Um, his girlfriend Sarah popped in, yep. corrected a few things. When, when will we ever talk cricket on this podcast again? Uh, the next time he stops <laughs> by the podcast. Uh, we had your friend Peter. Uh, sorry. Our, our friend, friend. Peter. Uh, twice. Yeah. Once for Muppets and the other time for, um, no, don't tell me, with the, uh, the cartoons, uh, the Looney Tunes. The Warner Brothers collection. Yes. Uh, I think there's, I mean, he's somebody like who's local. He's down the street. We have to, there is an empty mic here that was intended for our senior Republican correspondent, correspondent Jim, um, who shall remain nameless. Damn it. <laughs> but so, so let's see. And then, then we had, uh, Renetsky. That was that was fun. So basically, if you're an old friend of mine in from town, <laughs> you can stay with us, but you have to do the podcast. Basically, if you shoot pool with somebody <laughs> here, you could be on the podcast. Sits on his Where does that get you? <laughs> a discontented rabble instead of a thrifty working class. Don't stop because we could go all year. Uh, and, and then, you know, our last guest, you know, you know, Alex from Goldstore Boulevard. Right. And we saw him again at uh, the show. That, that, that was fun. So the show, and then when I was uh, going through, like, the, you know, the breakdowns of the shows, first of all, if you're listening to this podcast, again, apologies. And thank you. And one of the highlights, and I, every week I look forward to the podcast dropping to see what Joe, how is Joe's going to tag the shows. Uh the funny names that he comes up with for the shows, for the different episodes. Right. For like uh, the first one of the year, I put Happy New Year. Where, where do you find the time? Like, Who are the ad wizards that came up with this one? But uh, but yeah, no, they're, they're generally, you know, pretty funny. And uh, But we did, including this one, in the calendar year 2018, 50 podcasts. Is that right? Well, they're 52 weeks in the year, and we took a wee week off, and this is the last one. This will be the 51st podcast. So, yeah. Dude, no, yeah. So, and then 17 sideshows. That's a shitload of me talking. That could have been more. That could have been another. We could have squoze in another 33. I, I, I would love to do more sideshows because. So so when I was going through some of the highlights, let me go through some of the highlights. And when I put the, down the highlights for the year, one of the highlights is the sideshows because you talk a lot more during the sideshows. You know, and I, I do. I have a list somewhere of the show. Yeah, here's the sideshows that we did. Star Wars, 50-50 eh, uh, with the talking. 
Back to the Future. You literally pushed me to the passenger seat of the DeLorean and you hit the gas so we hit 88 miles an hour. That was fun. And this is the uh, 2018 was the year you finally saw Back to the Future Part 3. Together. Yeah. Which is how Jesus meant it to be. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. What else? We did a National Air Improved Radio thing. I mean, that was a sideshow slash hour-long self-indulgent theater, uh-huh. which was fantastic. We did uh, the Star. We did one on Star Wars. We did one on The Jerk, finally, our namesake, our uh, podcast namesake. Uh, the, uh, the, side, the new sideshow is here. <laughs> See, that's what, yeah, that, that was the name of that episode. Uh, you know, we, we, did, we did a Mel Brooks one, which was fun, Infinity Wars, which was fun. Of course, the Muppets, again, with Peter, the WB cartoon. Uh, old School Conan, which, y- y- you know, you're like, hey, let's do that. Uh, the Phil Hartman one, which, as we're doing the sideshow, you know, we both realize it's like, I'm going to say 60% of all the impressions you do are impressions of Phil Hartman doing impressions of other people. And the other 40 is Jimmy Stewart and It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, what was the other one that we did? Oh, yeah. Little, 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 little franchise called Ghostbusters. Yes. And Stan Lee. Uh, and then, of course, last time's uh, Superman the movie. But you talk more during the sideshows, and you have so much passion because we usually talking one specific geek movie franchise game. You know um, who else had passion? Who's that? Jeffrey Dahmer. So passion <laughs> sometimes isn't something to be lauded, but I'm, I'm I, I'll take the compliment, but then undercut it by comparing myself to Jeffrey Dahmer. So 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 that was the highlights. We I can't believe how many we've done because yeah, we missed one. Early spring, and then we tried to do one current for personnel from Kuwait, but it wasn't working, and we had to wait a week till we did one in Qatar. Speaking of um, getting out of the basement, where where have we gone this year? Yeah, where's you know, our, our travel log? So, and, 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 and remind me if if I've you know if if I forgot a couple of these things. But uh, let's see. So this year. My clan, my family, we did the uh, March Against Violence. You know, it was the first time last Gun year. Gun violence. Yeah. Last year, we took, um, you know, our oldest one to March Against the Nazis. In 2017, <laughs> we took our then 10-year-old to March Against the Nazis, which in a 10 years earlier, five years earlier, two years earlier, I would never imagine having <laughs> the need to rally against... In in our lexicon, um, you know, the Nazis are the bad guys in movies or video games, the bad guys in elsewhere comics where the Nazis win and the super friends have to go fight them. Uh, it's Hogan's Heroes. Um, it's uh, I'm I'm trying to think. You know, of course, you know, our love of Hitler. Wait a second. Jokes. <laughs> you didn't let me. You didn't let me finish, Joe. I stepped on your line. You didn't let me finish. I didn't want to. You yeah. took you took the bait on that I one. It's like, uh, but seriously, I never envisioned a time that we would have to take our ten year old to say, "Well, free speech is important, but I hate Illinois Nazis." <laughs> Especially when they come to Massachusetts. Uh, but so this year, no, it was it was the march against like the gun violence. Um, Where did you go? You left the house. But and yeah, had, you had some spectacular I, you know, outings. I took the boys to Washington D.C. at one point. Um, Did you bring I, them back? I, yeah, you know, we drove down to give the finger to the White House. Uh-huh. That that was a fun time. 
So Anthony Jeselnik, mm-hmm. maybe not a good thing. I mean, <laughs> I'm at that impressionable age where I repeat some things that I hear that maybe I shouldn't have did. Anthony Jeselnik is not somebody I should be channeling because I'm already a bad person. Uh-huh. Uh, but then you uh, made atone for it by going to see Jim Gaffigan. Uh, yeah, which completely quotable and any 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 mixed company. That that was great. Went to Six Flags a few times this year. Um Sadly, you know, I mean, it's like I feel I it's 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 white trashy. It it really is. It's you and know, we know, and we know. I mean, it's, at least it wasn't Canopy Lake. Actually, I like. Canopy I'm Lake. gonna go to Canopy Lake this year. We're gonna give that. We're gonna season passes for that because it's closer. It's and, closer, and, uh, and yeah, it can't be much. But no, we'll still go to Six Flags. I mean, yeah, the uh, boys, the boys like it, you know. And you don't like the Joker roller coaster. I don't like any roller coaster, but I can't. Have you seen the Harley Quinn? I heard, dude. It's it, it, to see it is like holy fuck. They were allowed to build this, <laughs> you know. Thing. It, it's we won't get into describing it. Um, I went. Uh, Mike Sullivan's wedding was one of the highlights. I'm still so sad that you didn't find your way to go to this open bar fest with the band Tragedy. And s- seriously, hands down. No close second, best wedding I've ever been to. Um, and I think my my lack of participation in the wedding made it that no, much fun. No, to see, think about think of the opportunity you missed. You missed my mom drunk on stage with tragedy. Yeah, you know what? When you put it that way, <laughs> shame so on that, me. And then uh, I, uh, I I I made a triumphant return to the Middle East. That that was my. Big, that was my second biggest outing this year. I, I went. I took the Ice Cube's Big Three to Kuwait, Qatar, and Abu Dhabi. Had an absolute blast. Um, we'll get down to my wish list of not resolutions, but things I hope to do this year, and I hope to go on two to four more of those tours. Uh, bring AJ Price on either. I say a close second because the biggest outing of the year, I share it with you. We went to see Emo Phillips down the street from my house. <laughs> Two shut-ins who one of their favorite comedians was a half mile walk away. Yeah, and this shut-in actually saw Emo twice last year because I saw him open for Weird Al Yankovic at uh, the Wilbur, which was uh, also a treat. Um, Patience of a saint. So here's the funny thing. Emo Phillips? When he saw Emo Phillips with Weird Al, he did a half-hour set. We went to see him. He's headlining. He did an hour set. And on the way there, Joe says, it's going to be interesting to see him do the exact same routine, but just talk slower to stretch out for an hour. Emo Phillips comes on stage. And he says, right? He says that. He says that exact same thing. <laughs> Over. <laughs> so I'm like, how did he hear our podcast already? You, Well, that was fun. But you've done some stuff. You got out of the basement. Yeah, we went to... Um, See, you know, we went to our annual Retro World Expo in uh, Connecticut, you know, the video game convention. That was okay. Uh, what else did we do? I saw, like I said, Weird Al. Uh, we, went to, we went to a couple of drive-in shows. We went to see the, the Goonies, and no, Jaws and Back to the Future. That's right. what it was. Last year was Goonies. The 2017, we saw Goonies. That was a lot of fun. I like it. I do like it's Before you took me to the drive-in... Um, and that came out wrong. But <laughs> before you yeah, introduced me to the, <laughs> I've not been to a drive-in my entire life before 
Uh, you started inviting me along with your family uh, recently, so I thank you for that. And doing the headband things with the kids. That was a lot of oh, fun. Oh, playing heads up with our iPhones. Yeah, that's fun. I'm a, an ultra-competitive asshole motherfucker when it comes to games. But that's beside the point. Uh, and um, what else was there? Oh, yeah, my my son had a... Um, he graduated high school this year. That was big. My older son, and um, he, he performed. graduated high school and... Uh, is attending and uh, started college. Starting college, yeah, you know, on, online. Yeah, but it's cl- foot in the door. Hey, <laughs> however you get into Finger Devry, the you get into Devry. You <laughs> get gotta... his money back from Trump University. Yet that you you roll that over. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have given all my money to that evangelical preacher on television. Uh, but yeah, uh, and and we saw him perform it at his you know high school. I don't know concert. Or yeah, no. it was a musical concert because he took music tech. It was great. Yeah, it was a good time. So, you know. Um, so we did no- basically nothing this year. Hoping, All boring. Hoping he parlays that into a opening gig with uh, Beyond It ah, this year. I thought you were going to say uh, a gig at Sullivan Square <laughs> T-Stop. I'm <laughs> playing on the platform. Dude, some of those people. Uh, Robin Williams, remember when, he, uh, w- w- when they went to the producers of Happy Days and they're like... You know, this guy, you know, he's a street performer, you know. And they go, what, with one of those guys in the corner with a hat? Well, in his defense, the hat was pretty full. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So, um, no, but but that was the other big thing for 2018. Dan and I, you know, have uh, played our first show in Boston in seven or eight years. And more importantly, our first show with the professor, Sean, in 20 years. So that was great. We did two shows. And like I said... Sean would like to do 12 shows. Dan would like to do no shows. I'm more on the Dan side. I'm leaning towards three, maybe four, but probably three, uh, maybe two, you know, maybe none. You know, it's really, it's really, you know, Sean and I really can't go on that world tour together without Dan. So, uh, but, but we'll see. But no, I mean, you don't want to do like a Dan hologram, you know, if we have the money, you know, uh, but the, um, but 2018, as far as going out, doing things, not being in the basement, but just doing this, you know, 50 times a year, we've we've done some stuff. Yeah, I guess you can. I guess you can kind of say that. You know, I, I guess you can. I would. I would like to do like we, we talked about. Like you know, my family. Unfortunately, we become that family that does uh goes to the soup kitchen and works on Thanksgiving. Great, but I'd like to do it. Fun fact. Um. Hungry homeless people are hungry more than on Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, tur- turns out, turns out that they would like to eat more than once a year. So one of the things, and we'll get into some of the stuff. But I, I like to, I like to do more on it. You know, I would like to. We keep talking about going to the video, the video arcade with Robert. All right, is it a fun spot or is there another one? There's a couple of them. Yeah. There's one in New Hampshire and one in Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one in Rhode Island, I think, is probably the. Is that the better one? I forget. I, 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 I don't know. I, like, I, right. I know. It's it, it's it'll be a good time. But six months later. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go over some of the highlights in in the, in the news and just in general. Uh, that we've talked about on the show. Do it in a Billy Joel, we didn't start the fire fashion. Go. I'm not the talented one. <laughs> uh, but the notorious RGB. It's like, yes, shitty year, complete embarrassment. Blotus is leading us to the apocalypse. We all knew he would. He is the swampiest of swamps, but fuck that. Let's talk about the other Enough stuff. Enough of his ass. The absolute horrific Parkland shooting has given rise to this group of kids who 
to the detriment of the NRA, will not go away, Mm -hmm. and they will not shut up, and they will not be silenced. And it is great that an awful, awful, awful thing happened that usually no change comes out of. But this time, these kids have. And it's been, for me, that's been a highlight. Unless you live in Ohio. Where they broadened the gun rights laws, but that's another thing. Yeah, you know, but but on the other hand, like the NRA is having lots of financial trouble, and a lot of it stems from this Russia, you know, thing, and uh, yeah, suddenly Trump down this Russia thing with you know, but uh, <laughs> but no, I mean it, the Parkland kids, you know, uh, rise. Here's another big thing, and it's funny to think about how this will be looked at in five years, and ten years, and twenty years, and thirty years. Stormy Daniels is is now a a, a, a pivotal point in American history. Mm-hmm. Probably should probably be the most famous porn star when all said and done. Yeah, uh, because it was her case against her def, uh, her her lawsuit against Trump to get out of the, uh, the non non disclosure agreement, mm-hmm. which, which had started this. Um, and you know, without her, we would never have met Michael Avenatti. The gift keeps on giving. Uh, let's see. We got, you know, the blue wave and the house, you know, was a big. But also the governorships, no. Um, with all the awfulness, like, you know, President Pelosi hasn't taken over yet and, you know, all this stuff. Uh, they actually went up a seat in the house, the bad guys, but uh, in the Senate. But mm-hmm. the, the blue wave was a highlight. Uh, let's see. We've talked Ch- Chip Boy graduating, yeah. the AFE tour. Uh, your passion on the sideshows, running running the Mass Pirates in, in the Worcester 78s was a highlight for me. Mm-hmm. True highlight, feedback. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want, not from me, sir. Now, uh, when, we, when we collectively either get a tweet, and it's usually from Biff or somebody, or I get texts about a show or somebody from F&H or a friend overseas who I don't know is regularly listening Text me. I, I take a screen grab and I shoot it to Joe right away. I'm like, see, it's not just me yelling at you in your basement. No, it's somebody texting you, texting to me in my basement. <laughs> so it was still kind of an insular kind of. But it's there. It's, group it, of people. But it's fun. It is. I, I love getting it. Uh, your your video reviews and more more than just the game reviews. The game reviews of the old games is a fun bit I like. But I like when you talk about what's happening in video game news. When you, um, it, it was helpful. It was helpful to one of our listeners when you went down the road of Red Dawn Redemption. Close. Am I saying it right? Whatever. What was it? What's the game? Wake up, little Susie. No, <laughs> no it's Red Dead Redemption Two. Isn't which that I haven't. Ex- isn't I, that exactly what I said? <laughs> I haven't purchased it yet, by the way, and I probably never will. But 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 your your passion for that world is is great. I uh, have a passion. Uh, my little guy's baseball career um, <laughs> has given me such joy, as much as I hated it, because it it led to some good comedy with us. You know. Yep. Lemons, lemonade. Exactly. Uh, the Mueller investigation, that's kind of been, uh, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like, it's great when something happens and you want more to happen, but things have moved. I mean, I'm going to say that's a highlight on my list for the year. Um, Sasha Cohen's show. That was a good one. I, I, I just... I just wish there was more of it. If there's one, if there's one downside that he didn't get every GOP person on tape. I know it's ass. like that. It's like the old trick. I can only do that trick once. Um, self-indulgent theater. 
a true highlight for me and the listeners. Most of the feedback I'm getting is on self-indulgent theory. All right. We'll look for more of that in 2019. Uh, the Boston Garden Monkey. Oh, the, 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 you know. <laughs> Gotta throw that in there. Not that, by the way, that story I think is like you know it's decades old, but even that news article was like a couple of years old. But for some reason, it's new to us. It's new to us, right? Hey, do you want to see my new car? That's a two thousand and one Chevy. You want to see my new car? <laughs> uh, trying Diet Moxie is that a highlight? Should I move that to the low lights? It's a light. It's a light, it's, it, and it's actually under the light on my shelf. There's the can, the errant can of unopened Moxie. Oh, a collector's item. It is, gift. right next to the Flintstones mug. Uh, you know, for, for for you, for our good friend Jim, more for our, 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 our Steve. Yeah. You know, my sister, and the city of Boston, the Sox won. Again. Again. <laughs> I mean, as much as I live for the Pats and Bruins, it is great. That so many people around here, you know, were able to have their 11th parade <laughs> this century. We do love a parade nowadays. All right. Low lights. You. <laughs> you. Uh, the Pats didn't win uh, their last game they played last February. Mm-hmm. Enough said. Mm-hmm. Except for the fact that Bill Belichick not playing Malcolm Butler cost him the Super Bowl, which has cost a lot of... You know, a strife and anxiety in, in in that locker room. By the way, what's their? I know we'll probably get this in, get into this in sport, but what is their current record? Are um, they ten and five? They are ten and five, breaking the fourth wall. Uh, we're recording this before they play the Jets on Sunday. Mm-hmm. The Jets have nothing to play for except they hate the Patriots. And right now, the Patriots have the second seed. If they have the second seed, it means they don't play Wild Card Weekend. Brady has a bum knee. He gets a full two weeks between games to rest, and they don't have to travel. So that means their last two home games, their last two games were played at home, a week off, a playoff game. They would not have had to travel for a month before their first playoff game, which would be the second round, if they beat the Jets on Sunday. And I say if because... They've been they beat Buffalo last week, but they've been really shitty. Last week they beat Buffalo and Brady threw for 140 yards, two interceptions, one touchdown, which was a great Julian Edelman touchdown. Uh, it was more on him than a great, great Brady throw. Um, so, anyways, the fun thing is if they beat the Jets, the re- the Patriots break another record. It will be the eighth time. In franchise history, they went undefeated at home. They're tied with seven undefeated seasons with the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. I only brought it up because I predicted a 10-6 and six season <laughs> way back in... Um, in so uh, you're hoping yeah. for the Jets to win on Sunday, you bastard. I'm just, you know... I'm a competitive son of a bitch when it comes to games. We both said they would lose in Miami. Like, That's right. I, I, I have them coming in, I think, at 13-3. and three. So, I'm the closest without going over, or was I close? Were you? Uh, either way, we'll both go over if they if the Pats went on so Sunday. So the, the the Patriots have kind of been a down thing. I mean, this is what an arrogant fuck. They're they're probably going to beat the Jets. They'll finish eleven five, second best record in the conference, and at least get to the second round of playoffs. Hopefully, win a home playoff game and at least get to the AFC conference game. That's a down year. That's a down year to get to the AFC. I mean, the Colts three years ago gave themselves a banner for getting to the AFC Finals. They lost that by almost 30 points, and they gave themselves a banner. They celebrated that. We, it's a down year. Uh, so 
Real one, quick. One of the highlights was a Parkland shooting low kids. Light, low light. Yeah, right. Hey, right, right. The kids are the highlight. But the low light is why they were thrusted into um, the limelight. Limelight. Yeah. I broke my foot. The Kavanaugh hearings. The Bill Cosby verdict. It's it's a it's a highlight for the the victim for the victims. But it's like it's tragic that you know he. A hero. It's tragic that anybody who's a serial rapist, you know. So, mm-hmm. so I shouldn't say it's more tragic that it was a beloved. Yeah, figure it, in I our mean life. it's just a tragic all around, right? Um, not like tragedy that played at Mike Sullivan's wedding that my mom got up on stage and performed. Anyways, um, let's see. Yeah, I, I think of all the awfulness. Of all the awfulness, and Joe's laughing how I described it. How did I describe it? Of all the awful things that Blotus did this year, I put this as the most embarrassing low point in American history. Blotus bowing to Putin at a joint summit. It does. Does it say? Does it say? Does it say bowing? Yeah, it does say. Okay, bowing. they got changed. I said. So I said blowing. I think, oh. and that basically. Um, no, it was on the highlights and lowlights. Moxie. <laughs> uh huh. Got to have that moxie. Let's see. The big news stories was the North Korean summit, the Me Too movement, uh, Lucy K, uh, Chris Hartwick, and Baby It's Cold. All that. You know, uh, let's see. What else What else did you have on there? Uh, you had Blue Wave, uh, the gas explosions in mass. Jeez. Yeah, they're, they're <coughs> kind of getting back on their feet now. I think there's still a few people living in hotels. Yeah. You know, and that was four months ago. It takes time. These uh, things take time. What are we, Puerto Ricans? See, because in Puerto Rico, and they and they didn't, but that um, and then the Sox won the series again. Okay, so <laughs> let's see the other the other big thing that's big in your life and my life is movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, these are the movies that I went to. I don't know, or um, yeah, that I saw. I didn't go to see Shark Lake, but it, it was a highlight for me as far as movies. But <laughs> but this year my movies were Infinity War, Black Panther, Aquaman, Mission Impossible, Record Ralph. Game Night, which was great, Solo, Ant-Man, Incredibles, Deadpool, Teen Titans. If I was going to rank them, I'd say the five best were – I have to say Black Panther, otherwise I'm a racist. That's how it works. Chatwick Boseman. Uh, I like how he lifts his (laughs) finger like, I got this. Pointing, I've I've got it. And I want to make sure I don't butcher the name because, you know, I I get Chris Pratt, right? Uh Chris Chris Evans. Yeah. Chris Helmsworth. Helmsworth. uh, Six of one, two dozen the other. Oh, and you saw those memes with all them shirtless, have a merry, have a merry Christmas. You know, the the, the wife likes that one. But yeah. uh, No, I did not see that meme, by the way, because, you know, (laughs) I'm not your wife. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Aren't you really? If you think about it, I spend more time talking with. If I've talked to you fifty times for an hour here this calendar year, that's more. So, I get you better presents. Where's my right? Yes, yeah, <laughs> you know me better. You care more. I didn't say that. Uh, let's see. So the the best were Black Panther, Avengers. I'm going to say Record Ralph, um, Incredibles. But I did, I, you know, maybe, I don't know, Teen Titans, I, I, which I didn't like the Teen Titans, but I came to accept them a couple years ago, and now I kind of like, that movie was great, mm-hmm. great. Uh, Deadpool was just awesome. Uh, and I liked, I didn't love, now Solo, it's a Star Wars movie. It's um, I've yet to see, and probably, I, I don't think I'll ever see Solo. I don't on, know. It's on my Apple TV. You got the time. I understand. Okay, all right. Um... Uh, 
what about you? Is there anything that you saw that I didn't see? Do you see Mary Poppins? No, I have not seen Mary Poppins yet. What? Um, no, I think the movies that I've gone to are mostly with you and your family. Um, and then Solo, yeah, I mean, not... Not solo the movie, like going solo. No, we. I have not seen anything that's not on your list. We don't go to a lot of movies. I mean, we usually only go to the blockbusters, which are kind of like the comic book movies and, you know, the animated stuff. So I think you have covered the gamut of what we collectively have seen in 2018 in the theaters. Um, do you have any... If not resolutions, do you have any goals for this year? Uh, let's see. My goal, if I had one wish, no, my <laughs> the kids, of course. Right, no, the crap about the kids. <laughs> I think my goal would be to just save. Like it's a selfish, dumb, stupid goal. I don't have save save money. You got to kick going to college. How's that going to work out? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I do not know. Maybe I'll have to just you know eat less. Uh, out, you know, I, me being the uh, uh, barbarian carnivore that I am, I eat out fast food way too much. Although I have the good stuff, Wendy's, uh, <laughs> the uh, the flame broiled, whatever the fuck they are. Um, although now that I realize I'm contributing more to climate change than basically anybody else on the planet, because um, you know. Uh, the, the amount of beef consumption and cattle raising that we have in this country. I, 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 I never proselytize, you know, but that is one of the things when I became a vegetarian, when I found that out, I didn't know at the time. Again, like, you know, I'm a great person because once a year I help feed the homeless. Um, there was no nobility and why I became a vegetarian was to press a hippie chick with really large boobs. But as I got into it, that's when I found out, and this is late 80s, that the depletion of the rainforest largely isn't commercial development. It's cattle can only graze on certain land so long, and you have to keep on moving. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, how large were her boobs, dude? It was. <laughs> they would enter the room two minutes before she did. Wow, <laughs> you know? nice. Let's talk about that. Okay. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, what are your goals? Like, what we top goal? You have one goal, one wish. For 2019, what is it that you are going to do and accomplish? The biggest thing, and it's such a fat asshole thing to say, is I got to get back to 175. And that that changes a lot in my life. You know, I play hockey again. Um, you know, it's bad enough being the old dad at all my kids' events because I had kids later. Now I'm the fat old dad. Like, you got a kid in college and you're eight years younger than me. <laughs> I got a kid in the second grade. <laughs> and I'll probably keel over with a heart attack before you do. Clean living. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but, uh, I, you know, because I am. I'm looking forward to possibly, possibly, you know, playing with the John C. Taylor Fertilizer team in Phoenix this year, mm. uh, Memorial Day. Um, I would. It's like I would like to do stand-up a, a few times this year. And, and, you know, this does involve you because – you know, I, I like I, I thought about this. I had a thought on the drive over. <laughs> um, but one of the things is, had we taken five minutes to to work on stand up material every time I come over to speak, we, we yap for an hour and a half. We talk for a half hour before, and we're usually here a half hour after. If we just took five minutes, that would have been you know several hours of polishing it because 
when Dan broke his string at the show the other day. Yeah, that was your moment to shine. That was. And and I really thought it and but in my head, the problem is a lot of the material that I had pitched you a little while ago <laughs> is about how awful my children are. <laughs> Uh-huh. And my children were right there. And not that I don't tell them that they're awful and shame them all the time, but that's that's how I beat them at home. Like the emotional scars. I didn't want to do it in front of a crowd right after, you know, squishy ed. Some things just have to remain private. That's all. So, so, so yeah, I mean, it's like, hey, we didn't know Bing Crosby beat his kids till years later. Uh, but I would. I would like to do stand up a few times. I like to do three ed shows. Career-wise, career-wise, I really would like to um, – and I didn't put it on the list. I would like to get back to L.A. and do a round of pitching. I, I You know, I have one really great friend who's a head of development at a very big production company, and I just found out another good contact of mine is now, you know, at another TV network, you know, as VP of development. So – I would like to pitch a couple things. I would really like to do three uh, AFE tours, Air, uh, Armed Forces Entertainment tours, either with the big three, WNBA, or some of the other artists that I deal with. So it's 175. It's three tours with AFE. It's three id shows. And, and I'll say three stand-up things. And for the family to at least three other times in Thanksgiving uh, help feed the homeless. Because I know... They're not going to be hungry more than four times a year. So if I do that, I can single-handedly wipe out hunger and lull. Wow, I'm really a big piece of shit because <laughs> compared to your list, my one goal of saving money, which is essentially the goal of life, is to save money. That's like me saying, you know, like um, inhaling and exhaling <laughs> consecutively. That's my goal for the next year. Wow, I am a fucking lazy numb-headed piece of garbage. And I maybe that's what I have to work on. My low self-esteem. No? Roger, no. Are you, like, um, do, I, I, my suggestion to you would do more self-indulgent theater. It makes me feel good when you do it. Maybe it would make you feel good. So be more like Mary Catherine Gallagher, where I put the uh, fingers under my armpits and smell them like this. That's gross. That's really gross. <laughs> well, uh, but much like this podcast, well, that's the thing. It's like you always say, I don't do anything. We just listed all the things you've done this year between going to the show, going to see comedians. We've done 50 of these. It's a lot of work. On your end to do this, it, it really is. Yeah, I mean, two hours a week, but prepping, a week, uh, 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 editing it, writing those descriptions, uh, uh, the welcome back Carter thing. I mean, it's oh it's, right, the, you know, the production. Yeah. Seriously, the production side of it. I mean, for a guy our age to have this much of an outlet and to do it this often, it's pretty great. Yeah. I you guess know? so. I, and, and, and if you want more things to do, I will make you help write my stand-up stuff. <laughs> uh, it's rumored you've helped other comedians with their work. Why don't you help one who actually likes you? Oh. <laughs> uh, maybe. So, yeah. so, so that, that, but you don't, well, like, look at my goals. Losing weight. You know? Right. You, if, see, you would have to become a big fat fuck first <laughs> to then have to lose weight. I'm on it. <laughs> you know, you, you, I mean, crunch, it's much, crunch, crunch. You eat just as awful as I do when you're here. Right. But well, the, actually, worse when, I mean, I eat more awful than you do because I eat you're fast welcome. food. 
Wait, what? <laughs> but no, uh, uh, I'm skinny fat. But I'm on my way to being fat. fat. Skinny fat. No, so 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 we will. Uh, um, how, what, what other outings? Like, so so let, let's put this out there. We 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 will go to uh, one of the gaming things with with Robert. Ro- Robert this year. We will. Go to Canopy Lake. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh! You already got. Well, it's already something on the agenda. Yeah, well, I, was, I think we both thought of it at the same time. We're going to see Norm Macdonald in March. See, so there's already something to look for. We, we will go to the Patriots Parade if they have one this year together. <laughs> uh, if the Nazis come back, we'll march together against the Nazis. I'm busy that day. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but 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 I am. Uh, you know, I, I'm optimistic. Um, Honestly, I'm not one of these people who think things aren't going to get better politically. I, I really, I really think, honestly, they might get a little worse before they get better. But by the time this posts, we're just five, six days away from Nancy Pelosi having the gavel, and and maybe the investigations move forward. Maybe some of the shit that he's trying to push forward doesn't get pushed forward. They've had the House and the Senate. For two solid years under this administration. Two solid years. Barack Obama had it for less than six months. By the time they got sworn in and Scott Brown, you know, took over, you know, a seat, like it was less than six months. So from from Ted Kennedy there. Mm-hmm. So that's um so I think I, I think the the beginning of the year it might get grim. As as the news comes in on the Mueller investigation, I think I brace for stupidity, but I, I think 2019. I, I and I do. I, I am the optimist. <laughs> I, I, I am the yang. <laughs> You're the end to your, to my, wah. Um, yeah, and then here's to a prosperous and healthy 2019 to Ruth Bader Ginsburg because here, here, she has one foot in the grave and the other on a banana peel. Is it? Roller skate, yeah. yeah. Well, and we can't say that we can't. I guess we can't say both. We can't say she's kicking ass and then still. Well, she is kicking ass from a hospital bed. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's recovering at home. Thank you very much. See, they, look at the optimist come out in you. Oh boy. You well, let, ray of sunshine. Let's forego the, the the the. Here's give me a late Christmas present. Don't make me have to go find a defunct sponsor this week. This week we're going to be sponsorless because we're already, I think, an hour and a half into this. To God, uh, actually, it's it's by our standards, it's not bad. All right, but you know, literally, we we usually yap another half hour for this. So no defunct sponsor. No. Uh but but I did request a, a an exiting song that's not a dance song. But you will. We'll talk about that soon. By the way, but we're not done with the podcast. No, not yet. Yeah. But but you will be doing more uh, Dan lyrics <laughs> with my favorite impersonations that you do. Very good. So okay, back to the podcast. Sport Patriots covered it. Moving on. Yeah, yeah, good. So uh, Christmas just came. You you, you, you want to review the games <laughs> that you've gotten? Uh, I didn't gotten any games. Did I get any games? Did, did the boys get any games? Uh, yeah, they got. Uh, I got Dragon Ball Fighters, which is a two D fighting game uh, for the PlayStation. I think for my older son, it's a. It's based on an anime that's been around for like twenty years. It's one of those like meant to be over the top animes. And it's uh, tongue in cheek or whatever, but um, I got on that. Um, my youngest is starting to learn about the economics of buying games from GameStop and what you can do before and after you open said things. 
Uh, he bought a game called Slime Rancher for the PS4 for $30, but he bought it with a GameStop card, and which he may or may not have gotten from you. Um, so if it was for the PS4, I said, are you sure about this? Because $10 on Steam, which is the... Uh, the, the the you know the video game streaming service on uh, the online service for your computer and you can get you know it's 10 bucks there and he said yeah I, mean, I, I want enough for the PS4 cuz you know he didn't want to shell out the 10 bucks to chip off the old block so <laughs> well cuz the gift cards free exactly 10 10 bucks is 10 bucks 10 bucks is 10 bucks no matter how you slice it so he gets it home opens it puts it in Plays it for the uh, two, uh, about the two-hour window this week that the TV in which the PS4 was hooked up to was available because my wife is also home from school on Christmas vacation and um, she watches 18 hours of TV a day as she should because she Hallmark Network isn't going to watch itself exactly right those um, well we don't know if they're going to get together on Christmas those two <laughs> the white couple you know the one the, the blonde uh, anyway with the family yes. Uh, and there's like the tall, dark guy, tall, dark, not, not dark skin. That, Hell no. That short, fat guy, the neighbor. Oh, he's the, wacky. The balding guy with long hair. He is wacky and funny at the same time, but he has a heart of gold. Um, what am I going on about? I don't know. But what else did I get for, no, I, I didn't really get any uh, video games. We got Smash early, so I think that was the big present. Uh, I, my, I think my son's in line. I'm going to help him New buy. controller. Yeah, we got a new Switch controller. Big deal. It is a big deal. Well, it's 70 we, bucks. We didn't get the Switch controller, and we heard about what we didn't get, not the 115,000 things that we did get. Well, you know, that's that's a you problem, I guess. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? The uh, my, my older son needs like a new computer, needs a new computer, sort of. Uh, his lap- the thing about getting a laptop is when something breaks on the laptop, you have a broken laptop. Uh, so I'll probably get a desktop, but we are not going to be paying for the entire desktop. He's going to learn now that he is 18 and has employment of sorts through piano lessons, and he's saved up some money. He's going to have to pay for most of that himself. Like He's going to have to buy his own computer, but we'll chip in for you know a monitor and stuff like that, the extension plan. You know, We'll throw in a couple of shekels his way, but for the most part, he's going to have to buy his next computer because uh, I, I want my own damn computer eventually. And I, you know, my my don't don't get me wrong, uh, the iMac that I have from 2007 is quite the workhorse. I've been I was using it today. I use it to edit the podcast every week. Um, Maybe if I had a faster computer, I could edit the podcast in one hour instead of two. But we'll see how that shakes out. Um, but, um, you know, as far as year, and you maybe do like a year in games kind of quick thing. Yeah. For me, it was, uh, it was uh, Spider-Man for the PS4 in, in September was a, a big deal. Um, looking behind me to see. If, I think I got, oh, I got South Park, uh, the Fractured But Whole. Yeah. <laughs> um, what you said was pretty great. Yeah, it was. Did you say it was like four episodes of? It, it, yeah, it's essentially like um, a long series of episodes of South Park, and uh, it's like a turn-based RPG. It's a, I'm not a big RPG guy, so that's kind of where I lose interest. Is the actual gameplay? Like, if I could just watch the cutscenes strung <laughs> together, that would be exciting. 
What else? I well, bought- turns out you can. I've I've actually done that where I've been like, I don't want to play. Oh, what's one of the games that the kid is into? Uh, a little while he was into Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. I've actually watched the Assassin's Creed just cut scenes on YouTube. On YouTube, right? Yeah, like it's a two hour movie by the time you're done. Exactly. Yeah. Those are those are those are pretty good. But uh, honestly, like I said, my you know if I had prepared. For this segment, what, what, what I would have written it, down a list of games. Is there anything coming out this year, 2019? Is there a new system coming out? What's what's the big thing that happens in video games this year? This year, 2019, I don't know. There's no big video game system coming out. It's just the, we're still in the same generation as last year. I think there are... Uh, there are a couple of games I think on the horizon, but again, I, I'm so out of it. Like, I know about them when they start to advertise them fully. Like, I'll, like once they start pushing it, then I'm saying, oh yeah, that, that that's a game that's going to be something to look out so, for. So that phone in the corner isn't hooked up to Rocksteady, who's calling you it's like Joe. <laughs> keep this a little on down low, but right, nothing like that. Uh, so yeah, I'm sorry. I have um, so I'm sorry. I maybe my um. Here I'm going to amend my goals for 2019. Be a better podcaster. <laughs> Put a, a shade more effort into the preparation and to the delivery of said podcast. You know, when you tell these little stories, <laughs> have a point. <laughs> it makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Um, well, you, you always, you know, come ready with what you've been watching on Netflix. And you know what I have been watching on Netflix just before you got here? Uh, the four-episode Stand Up and Away special on Netflix by one Brian Regan. Uh, co-written. By Dennis Regan. Who has retweeted me this week. Oh, oh my God. You know what? You're gonna, I'm going to charge you for the floor repair in my basement <laughs> from all the names. names. Yes. So, 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 good? It, I... Yeah, produced for, by Jerry Seinfeld. Yep. Okay. Executive produced by Jerry Seinfeld. It's it's I think he pitched it to him in a car one time <laughs> while they were getting coffee. It's just it's right up Brian Regan's it, 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 Do you know about the structure of the show? I I I know, but I've seen two clips. I've seen the clip where he's a consultant who helps you name your store. <laughs> yes. And the one when he I think he's on a first date and it's at a restaurant where the tables are really close together. And he can overhear the people next to the uh table that they're sitting who, at who are planning a bank robbery. Right. Uh they um it's a funny, you know, it's kind of like Chappelle's show but for 60-year-old white guys. It's him in front of an audience doing stand-up sets, like little bits and pieces. He actually does play some of the hits. I was saying numbers and stuff. You know, <laughs> uh, it's a uh, boxing. Bo- What's the plural? Moosin. Moose. Moosin. Jermaine. Tito. <laughs> T- yeah. So he does that. Like he does play the hits. He does new stuff. But then that seg. He also has a quote-unquote floor producer. A girl that uh, he banters with back and forth to sort of segue into the pre-tape segments, like the skits you were describing. Um, gotta say, I'm not one to nitpick on the diversity of the casting, but let's just say the bank robbery segment that you were watching. Guess what ethnicity? <laughs> or let me let me put it this way: Guess which ethnicity they were not white. There you go. And we know most banks are robbed by white guys. They are. Most crime in this country is committed by white people. 
It's right. Am I wrong? No, you're white. <laughs> uh, but Brian Regan's special is funny. It, I laughed out loud a couple of times because a I like Brian Regan's delivery. He's got he's got the delivery. He's been doing it for thirty years. He's got it down. You know, you're just waiting for it, and he delivers on that uh, respect. And the skits are the skits are not hit and miss. Some of them are like funnier than others. There's another one where I won't spoil it for you, but he comes up with it's an infomercial for or a commercial for something that you take with you in your car. And I'll just it's like a convenience item, and I'll just leave it at that. So I'll I'll let you be pleasantly surprised. But it's 90 minutes all told. You know, it's. Uh, I think it's a oh, good that, time. That's less time than the movie Solo. <laughs> right. See, and better spent. <laughs> time better spent, I would presume. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't. Well, what else? And then, oh, by the way, there's a new Netflix thing that I'm going to look into. It. You don't watch Black Mirror. I don't. I don't. I watched the one episode you suggested. The Star Trek uh, one. Really bothered me. <laughs> I still have nightmares of it. The Star Trek one? Yeah. Oh, wow. No, things like that, like, I... I the anxiety level. Things, and I dwell about it. It's like, well, now he's trapped in this world. And this, you know what I mean? Right. It's like, I, that's me. It sticks with you. Well, this new uh, thing is called... Uh, it's it's Black, Mir- Black Mirror... It's an, it's like a movie event. It's a Black Mirror... Uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, 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 oh, stupid asshole. It's like, oh, what's it called? Baldersnatch or something like that? I don't want to say Baldersnatch because that sounds wrong. It's not Baldersnatch. So one other, my niece was watching uh, Black Mirror and I saw half an episode where there's a murderer, like an axe murderer. Bandersnatch. Jason type character who's going around trying to kill this couple. And everybody is trying to videotape it on their phone. Like they're following the killer around. Like that's the world we live in now. It's almost like... Do you remember the short story, The Lottery? Yes. It was kind of a little bit like that, where nobody's helping these people. Right. And and they're kind of like cheering on this guy who, and I'm like, yeah, I can't do yeah, oh this. Oh, God. There's, well, there's another Black Mirror episode where uh, a, a little girl is part of a kind of an upstart technology company uh, where the parents implant this sort of tracking monitoring device in their kid so that they can see what the kid sees, hear what the kid hears um, at all times. And you, you, you monitor them through this iPad. We call that Alexa. Yeah. You would monitor them through this app and they had, as she grows up. But then there's an app, there's a, a feature where you can blur out um, unsavory images. So if she sees somebody getting punched, she just sees a blur. She doesn't actually see the punch. And she goes through life like this until they eventually turn the stuff off. And then she like becomes all fucked up. And it's, a, it, it, it's yeah, it is disturbing. But this new Black Mirror thing is unique in that it's a choose your own adventure that has like five multiple, it has five endings. So you can, you make the decision. On where which pra- which path of storyline you want to go. So when it gets to a point in the story, you are posed with two options. Like a telltale game. Yeah, exactly. Like, do you want? Like, should he do this or should he do that? And you pick, and then you just watch it again. So yeah, it is like telltale games in that respect. And I guess, and then you figure out which of the women have the bigger boobs, and you go that way. <laughs> yes. Or is that just me? No, I think that's just you, but okay. I, I like that technique. Uh all I have to say to that is... <laughs> <laughs> That's your Nixon impersonation. <laughs> Wait, this is your Nixon impersonation. 
Thank you. There we go. All right, enough about me yapping on. What are you watching? Um, because I'm now old and heavy set. Uh, you know, everybody, every don't don't old white people like Tom Clancy? <laughs> isn't that isn't that <laughs> one of those things? That and bingo. Um. Amazon Prime, I'm watching Jack Ryan. Not to be confused with Jake Ryan, the dreamboat from 16 Candles, because uh, I kept confusing the two when I told management. What are you watching? Watching Jake Ryan. I've never seen 16 Candles. Good night, everybody. <laughs> How haven't you seen 16 Candles? How hadn't you seen Goonies or Back to the Future 3? Well, okay, you don't put Goonies. Goonies, yes. Back to the Future 3, no. <laughs> um, because 16 Candles, I mean, the, the thing about that is you know enough about the story because it's parodied on everything you've ever seen. Everybody has, like... Modern day sitcoms, they have like Molly Ringwall in it, and they make all those things. I get it, yes. But I'm we should watch on. it, anyways. Yeah. Yes, but uh, and so Jake Ryan on Amazon, Jack uh, Ryan. That's what I said, Jack Ryan. Uh, I like Jim from The Office, you know. But it's John it, Krasinski. Is it John Krasinski? No, it's Jim from The Whoops. Office. Pay attention, Jim from The Office. Uh, but it is. It's funny when you see a guy. Who you know is Jim from The Office being this semi-buffed out, no, not semi-buffed out, completely buffed out, <coughs> badass, like Spy. Yeah. Um, well, it's like Matt Damon and Born Identity, you know? Nothing's like Matt Damon and Born. I know, right? the, the, That trilogy is the, it's, it's up there. It's in my top five favorite trilogies. Anyways, it's really good. And, and it's funny because uh, the bar keeps being raised. And we've talked about this before. What HBO did for television production in the 80s, because really, before HBO and how good quality of TV got, uh, very, very rarely did you have big movie stars who would do TV. And now you you look on something like Amazon Prime and you, you look at the big shows that they have. It's huge actors doing these TV series now. Um, yeah, people stay at home more, and it's more accessible, and um, you have a wider audience. But but you're the, the, you're getting more big name people, more big name properties, you know, higher production value, and so Netflix has so so what HBO did for TV in the '80s, I think Netflix started to do with TV maybe ten years ago, right? And now you have because it's one of those things. It's like no, I don't really want to. Get into an Amazon Prime thing, but we have Amazon Prime anyways. Yeah, so it comes with so the service. Then, and then other people have said, oh, you have to check out this uh, this show on like Hulu. And it's like, you know, so I have seen some shows on Hulu. You know, the problem is I don't have a lot of time and there is almost too many good things on because when I went to, okay, I'm going to check this out, you know, the guy, you know, Dan and, and, and our friend John, who you met, and the guy Roddy. Um, an old band member of ours, you know, really one of the funniest guys. We should start playing his songs. Anyways, he, um, they were all into the song, this show on Amazon called The Patriot, which I watched a pilot episode last night. But I'm halfway through season one of, of Jack Ryan. It's really good. And it's, it's interesting because, um, you know, it, 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 it's, it's very current, you know, mm. and it's one of those things where, they make the bad guy very sympathetic, you know, to to a certain point, and then you know, like Thanos. You, 
in a way, you, you know, uh, no, Thanos isn't sympathetic. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah I, 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 I beg to differ. You, uh, Thanos is sympathetic. Yes, you're. Well, he wants to destroy half the universe in a blink of an eye. But he was, he he was sort of yeah. I get, but he was, he had. Th- he had a past. He had something that he lost. Well, he wanted to do it on his planet. Yeah. He believed that his planet was overpopulated. Mm-hmm. So basically, he wanted to commit genocide on his planet in order, I'm going to kill everybody to save us. Maybe. What? <laughs> right. Okay. Maybe he didn't have a good idea. I- I'm bordering on Hitler has some good ideas. You know, <laughs> an artist. Right. Vegetarian. Love, and love dogs. Didn't smoke. Right. Why do we dwell on the negative? <laughs> Go on about Jack Ryan. Uh, I, I, you know, I like it. So I would have been done with season one already, but management decided, like, she came home and I was like five minutes left in the first episode. Oh, I thought about watching this. Oh, can we, can, we, can, can no. you start over? <laughs> the answer is No. <laughs> You can pick up episode two, sit here, I'll give you the Reader's Digest. Never the right answer. Right. <laughs> I know. It's so it's so hard when you're in a relationship and you have to share shows. Well, and, and the worst is, um, because, yeah, I, we, we, we were watching a few years ago, we were watching S.H.I.E.L.D. together, and then she's in guitar for two months, I'm here, and it's about back and forth, and then... Okay, so we can't watch this one show together. So I start watching Green, you know, The Arrow and Flash. And then a year and a half later, she's like, oh, I'm going to watch Flash. You watch a couple episodes. And then she's like, well, don't watch anymore. Let me catch up. We've not caught up. <laughs> Two and a half years later, we're still a year behind on both of them. Um, yes. But, I, but getting back to it, I recommend, you know, Jack Ryan. Really good. Okay. Fair enough. Um, not doing a sideshow this week. I think I think this covers it. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought about doing a New Year's one, but we incorporated all that gold in there. It's good. We're good. What is your parenting tip? And I know, well, you kind of already had one with the gift card and GameStop. Oh, yeah. I kind of, well, I lost track of what I was going to say, but so my son bought something at PlayStation. He bought something for PlayStation, opened it, found out that he can't play the PlayStation as often as he might like. He decided, well, I want to take it back. And I said, well, you opened it. Because it's opened, you're only going to get maybe 10%, 20% of what you paid for it because it's a new game. So he um, is going to gift it to somebody. And he bought uh, the same game for $10 on Steam out of his own pocket. And uh, so that was a little life lesson. So parenting tip, uh, let your kids fuck up. But just be there with the net to catch them, because you know that some some kids, if they don't know, you can't tell them. See, this is why you're a better person. I agree. Let them fuck up. You're there with a the net. I'm there. I told you, you little fuck. <laughs> you know? That's what's written on the paddle that you hit them with <laughs> you know, as they're falling. No, no I, I let them fall, and then I tell them, I told you not to do that, dumbass. You... You have the net. You're a little. You're you. You are better. I was so close because this was a text. This this uh, little exchange about dad, can I return this game? No, you've already opened it. And I almost texted. It, I told you not to. I told, but I was like, dad, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna rub it, his nose in the feces. You know, just let him 
kind of realize that, okay, let me think about my purchases. I would have rubbed their nose on the cassette cover and said, no, no. <laughs> cassette. <laughs> um, so I, I'm channeling a little bit of Louis C.K. right now. I'm a little bit Louis. I'm jerking off a French out. <laughs> oh. Um, what? Happy New Year, so, indeed. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mr. Smithers. <laughs> Anyways, before it gets too dark, um, turn the lights back on. We um, Click. <laughs> so uh, Joe and I were talking about what Santa and uh, our, our elf Martellus have brought the boys and what management want to get. And we went down, you know, the... I don't mind them playing games as much as they do. Um, the little guy will do other stuff. He got a, a ventriloquist doll mm. for because no, oh, it was a Muppet. It wasn't yeah, a yeah. ventriloquist. Well, doll. but yeah, but it has the arm and you put your hand in it yeah. and it's like um yeah, because you know, no downside there. Nothing <laughs> says stable, normal people who get laid all the time like ventriloquists. Jeff Dunham would agree. And then and who's the other one? Who's the other big one? You're right. Charlie McCarthy. Mm-hmm. A radio ventriloquist. <laughs> Even uh, uh, Candace Bergman was on a show recently, and I was listening to her, and she was saying, yeah, you know, there's a reason the, the dad's height of his career was on the radio. Yeah, because once he went to film, you could see him move his lips. Right. So he was a radio ventriloquist. Anyways, so he got that. But back to the game. So, yeah. I mean, I, I they're not sports kids, so I can't force them to do stuff that they don't like. I, I like to keep them active, but they play games. That's Look, the world that we live in, there's a big article on Huffington Post today about Ninja um, becoming the first person to get 5,000 Royal... Oh. I don't uh, know what it's Casino called. Casino Royale wins, whatever. But he's a Fortnite YouTuber. Right, right. That's, he's a Fortnite champion. And so... And I'm reading this article about him, and he's sitting there in front of his console where he plays, all decked out in Red Bull stuff. I mean, he's completely sponsored head to toe. I mean, he, he, he you know, national commercials and stuff like that. This is, yeah, this I, is what it is. It is. You're right. It, it, there, but that's not to say that that's what everybody should be doing. No, no. But anyways, so back to this. Management hates them playing games. At the same time was the one at GameStop who, oh... What what seven games that they want to play? And I'm like, let's get two games because each game they're going to play every day for, let's face it, after they go back to school, it's back to just playing on Saturdays. So if we get them six games, they're not going to play the third game until June. And by that time, it's going to cycle out. Like, I don't know when Spider-Man is going to get put into the PS4 because got, got Fallout 76 – um, trying to think of the other ones. Here's my here here's my Louis C.K. Here's my parenting tip of the week. If you don't want your kids playing a lot of video games, don't buy them a fucking lot of video games. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Louis C.K. had this routine from a few years ago. People are like, my, my four year old. That's all he does. All he does. He's always playing his game. He's on his game. All he, in the car playing like. Oh, did he go out and buy it? Did he get a job and get it? You don't want him to play the games and don't fucking buy him the goddamn games. Like, um, right? We like parents love, love, love the alone time that that the video games buy them. Like, it, it's just like this. It's the occupied time. It's what, like, the, like 
built them their own little game shed in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> to some extremes, yes. But that's a double-edged sword. You know, it's but it's also like the hypocrite kind of comes out in a lot of us because my wife says I don't want our kids having a lot of screen time. They have too much screen time. Now, I'm going to go watch Property Brothers while I look on my phone and work on my laptop. But and take over the living room. Right. I want to watch TV too. Um, this is more about me than anybody else. I have one of these people in my life who tells me I can't let the boys play on the. Hold on one. Oh, you have to see this thing on Facebook. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. you know, it's like I thought we were watching a show together. Not we're watching a show while you're watching Facebook. Are we watching this together? Because I rewound Jack Ryan for you. <laughs> yep. I've seen the first fifty-five minutes of this episode. When it, oh, uh, how many? So. I don't know. Maybe because you've seen it's a wonderful life three thousand times, you were on your phone while you were watching the movie. But Wasn't see, I, 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 I picked up the phone. It the, the ringer's off and the vibrating's off. I picked up the phone to text, not a group, not to post on Twitter, but just to text because we had talked about the, like the dust. You have to dust the living room before you watch it because it gets in your eyes. Yes, exactly. The, I know during it, the thing. I'm going to love you to the day. And, it's like, and she did. And she did. And she did. You know, I mean, Look, she Daddy, was the one. Look, Daddy, teacher says, every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's right. That's right. That a boy, Clarence. And that was number 18? That 17 was or 18? 17, 17 somewhere. Yeah, okay. yeah. But anyways, but yeah. Parenting tip of the week. You don't want your kids playing a shitload of video games. Don't buy them a shitload of video games. If they get a paper route, if it's 1978, they go out and they buy their own. That's a different story. But if you don't want your 8 and 11-year-old to be playing games nonstop, don't make every Christmas present you get video games or video game related. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I know. Right. It's a, it's a vicious cycle. But... Um... You know, such is uh, such is the way of parenting. Parenting's uh, hard work. It t- turned out, um, we we had an incident at uh at my friend's house a few weeks ago with the switch. Switch got broken. My friend was able to fix the switch. That friend being you, um, little guy didn't know that. Didn't have it for three weeks. Guess what? Each and every fucking day, the sun came out. Actually, did a little more uh, drawing, a little more creativity. You know, actually, you know, interacted more. Yeah, um, I know. It's funny a- how that happened. Right. Instead of the four jail cells that we have in our house. Anyway, that's a different story. Everyone to their corners. That's what we say after what our non-dinner. Joe, <laughs> congratulations on another, a full calendar year of podcasting. Not breaking down? Oh. <laughs> oh, no, we've done that. But okay. it, 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 it was great. And honestly, the, you know, the true personal highlights this year, uh, being in a band again. Uh, and this podcast, though, I mean, though, these are my outlets. This is what I do. I mean, I get to play music again on a regular basis. I get to come down here and yell at you on a regular basis. So and thank you. honestly, every time I have any sort of moment to myself, I think to myself, self, you don't want to do this podcast anymore. You're terrible at it. You don't really prepare well for it. You're uh, not as creative as you think you are, or maybe you're not working as hard as you should on the podcast and you should probably end it. But then I think, but you'll be hurting Jacques' feelings. This is the lifeblood for Jacques while he's trapped in the hellscape that is called New England. And if I want to keep this friendship going, 
this podcast <laughs> will stay on the air. Um, future employment, uh, you know, be damned, uh, because I'm sure to say something that I didn't edit out that will somehow get leaked back to my employer that they will find objectionable and they'll fire me because that's the way of the world. That's the big thing about 2018, the firings. It really, I, I saw a funny meme on social media today. It's like, uh, first day on the job, there's a guy around a table and a couple co new co-workers saying, Oh, we can't find you online anywhere. That's because I found you first. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, that's the way of the world. I mean, if it weren't for this podcast and maybe some family um, connections, I would I would delete my Facebook account. And uh, and I've all, and also I've not that I'm like at the level of Louis C.K. where I need to delete my tweets, but. I've looked at like you know I, I'm on Twitter. I have a couple hundred followers. Nobody cares, you know. I'm I'm virtually invisible in the in the vast in the vast configuration of things. I would say I was nothing but a scurvy little spider on Twitter. But I've thought about just deleting all of my old tweets, like either like that or from like 2018 back, just like deleting and just getting one of those apps that deletes all of your tweets and just boof, just hmm. nuke it. Uh, I think Aaron Paul did that recently. You know, Aaron Paul. He was on Breaking Bad. Uh, he was an actor, right? Right. But I think he, uh, he recently like deleted all of his tweets except for like five, and so I I think that's maybe the, you probably you might see more of that in 2019. You might see more people just going doing the nuclear option on their social media. You know, I, I see Keith Olbermann a lot on Twitter. Funny, uh, would not have pegged him to be a vegan, uh, regardless of the Boston Market commercials that he did in the <laughs> 90s. But he, um, but he. At least once a week has a story about Facebook. It's like today would be a good day to delete your Facebook account. He hates Facebook, the company and everything that it's done and stuff like that. I don't know if he's on Instagram, but I know he's on Twitter. Mm. You know a lot. He uses his Twitter. I'm gonna say a third of his tweets are networking um, adoptable dogs, like rescue dogs and stuff like that. You yeah, know? I think since Trump's been elected. I think there are still people who are on there every day, like Rob Reiner, who's like old school, but he's out, and he's also very vocal politically. But there are people who are just out there, you know, just venting about how this administration's terrible. Is another example of how this is bad, you know. Um, and there are people who have just sort of like, you know, not given up, but they've decided not to do it on Twitter on a daily basis because it becomes like a just a succubus. It's just a, you no. Know, it's funny because I've tried to peel back a lot of that because there's now a couple of people I'm connected with on Twitter and a semi work thing that I'm like, yeah, I don't know if they lean the complete other way, but I don't know if I want a fuck bloatus every other tweet thing. So I've scaled back on that. I, I mean, I still like almost everything that uh, Super 70 Sports puts out. <laughs> I don't even follow Super 70 Sports because I don't need to. Because, because you retweet everything on your time. Have I ever retweeted something they posted where you're like, you weren't like that's awesome. No, I, I, you're right. You're right. There is a very f few and far between. Is there in something that's not awesome on Super Seventy Sports? And I'm, you know, I was born in 1977, and I don't like sports. So, <laughs> why I like Super Seventy Sports? And that's the year that I first saw Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what? You're older than me. Get over it, Snowflake. <laughs> Anyways, Happy New Year to you. In jail. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> uh, thank you, Joe. And and thank you. Uh, and going into 2019, do not forget. Have a happy
happy, have a happy, have a happy, happy, happy new year. As the bells ring out, everyone will shout, happy new year. Have a happy, have a happy, may's day be filled with good cheer. And with nothing less than much happiness all through the year. Should all acquaintance be forgotten the days of old lang syne, then take a cup of kindness and you will always feel just fine. Have a happy, have a happy, never have a worry or fear. Here's my wish for you, hope my wish comes true. Happy New Year, have a happy year. 